Well, Greg. Yeah. If only there was some sort of thing music related that is attached to this podcast that could like, I don't, I don't know, like play right at the beginning to like signify that the podcast is starting. You mean like something along the lines of some sort of opening? Yeah, like an intro or something. Um, what's the word? Oh, I know. No, not this. Not what we're hearing right now. Not this. This theme song that's playing. Not this. We need something else, Greg. Greg. Cue up, cue up the Barney theme song, but only the vowels. No. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the podcast, folks. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> oh. I'm your host, Greg. Fuck! Oh, well. There's always next time. Is there? Is there a next time, Greg? Is yeah. there going to be a next time? I mean, I hope. <laughs> Unless the meteor finally falls from the sky. True. I've heard about that in the news. It's only going to hit us in like, what, 25,000 years? Yeah. I don't know. Something like that. Oh. Who knows if we'll be around? I mean, I'm immortal, so therefore. You're also omniscient. What are all the things you've become in this podcast? I'm I'm a robot. You're a robot. Omniscient. Omniscient. You have the power to duplicate things. Yep. Uh... I can also teleport, I believe. I think yeah. that was my other power. And I also am a serial killer. Yep. That has a collection of collection movies. Collection of movies. Yep. Books and music. You also have a murder shed? Uh no, that's you. Oh, I thought you had one too. I mean I have a shed, but I don't murder in there. I just maim. Oh. A you know, maim shed. <laughs> a maim shed. The people leave afterwards. Oh, well, that's not as fun and way more risky. Yes. But, but, uh, you also have a white room. Remember that? <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. I have Jar or Binkus. Binkus. Yeah. <laughs> I've got Binkus that can, uh, help me take over the world. I'm not going to lie. I've had Binkus on the brain since you said that word. Non-stop. How long ago was that? Two, three weeks? A couple of weeks ago, yeah. I've thought of nothing else but Binkus. I am really sorry for you. Like You should be. I, I, I'm i not sorry, but I'm sorry, because like, Binkus is a great name and all, it but... <laughs> oh, but... It's now number three on my list of child names, eventually. So, either you get a super sophisticated AI, or I have a kid... <laughs> Whichever one comes first, that's Bankus. <laughs> that's so rough. Uh, welcome, everyone, to Next Door Nerds. 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 We keep doing this, but you, it's way more professional if we add it in post. Well. The echo. I only echo. have I only have like an hour before we <laughs> re- record before I can get it all done. So. That's true. So you, you better... We better hope I never actually get editing software, because I'm I'm gonna sink hours and hours into every episode just adding in 
It's going to be like George Lucas's 40th anniversary of the Star Wars movies where he just adds in random shit just you're, for the sake of adding it in. You're going to go back and re-upload all the old episodes. Yeah. With, like re-edited. Yeah. Next Door like, Nerds remastered. It's like all the time, all the times that you said, "Hey Greg, put this in post," and I said, <laughs> "You know what? I'm not going to." Yeah, except I do. <laughs> that just sounds like a lot. <laughs> You're just gonna be like, "No, we are going to add the sound of a plunger, or we are going to add the sound of the exact sound that a sword makes when it gets unsheathed." Yep. Like. That, I'd have that once per episode. Well, yeah, at least. Yeah, but but yeah, we're we're back at it and uh, back at it again at Krispy Kreme. If 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 you uh, recall what we talked about over the weekend, or I should say, since last week, we're doing music part D part D. Uh. Also known as the second episode of our music lives. Mm-hmm. Um, remember from the first episode, we sort of talked about our history of music. And, uh, you know, we found out the strange love that Evan has of Barney. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I had a Kirby song. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was a great time. Boys to Men was a thing. Yeah. Uh, and, and now we're, now we're into the, the second episode where I think we're going to talk favorites. Yeah. That was episode five. Episode five. And now this is episode 15. Yeah. So 10 episodes have passed. Yeah. Nothing has changed. We're still Evan and Greg. It's true. Uh, we've had some robot sex changes, but Mm -hmm. have since returned back to normal. Yeah. Um, they were off. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, yeah, we're if I believe we're we're gonna sort of go back and forth with our favorite artists yeah. and uh, maybe even a couple of songs here and there and just you know get a feel for everything and it just just be ready for the nostalgic feels of all the music that I loved and evan probably hated <laughs> i don't know man we'll we'll see i used to i guess you'll learn eventually that i used to be a real big music elitist uh, i used to shit on people for liking music that i didn't like i've since become a better person but that's, uh that's good because i'm 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 a little concerned <laughs> this when is gonna be in, rough buddy <laughs> when we get into it but i think i i try not to i don't judge people on their music but I feel like you learn a little bit about someone based on their, like their favorite artists or what music they do like. Oh yeah, you can, it's. I try not to have any negative judgments. I'll only have positive judgments. Mm-hmm. Like if someone likes this band, I'll be like, oh, I kind of have a feel for what they like based on that. So, well, in my case, you can't judge the book by the amount of songs that it listens to. <laughs> But and different types of genres. You can't judge the AI, but the by, yeah. uh, yes, by the thousand hours it was forced to listen to Linkin Park. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, but um, I guess before we get into our lovely music episode part two, mm-hmm. we need to go over the sad things that happened. <laughs> 
over this weekend, Evan. I, I, sh- we should have listened back and found out how long it's been. You did in last episode. You, you talk about. I'm pretty sure. And and what what are what are we about to talk about, Evan? We're about to reveal that this past weekend was the first weekend in a month. More, it's straight, more than a month. I think it's it was it was at least a month and a half to two months. Yeah. Of every single weekend, we got together at least once. This is true. And this was the first weekend when it did. And then Evan just decided, you know what? I don't need Greg anymore. <laughs> don't need him in my life. We're just going to shun him. (laughs) For the record, we were supposed to hang out. Okay. And then it didn't happen. This is true. We were supposed to have band practice in preparation for this. For the music episode. For this music episode. Yep. But uh, too many people said uh, had things come up. So we were like, eh, we'll just, we won't get together. Yeah. Uh, Reschedge. Yeah, I I think it it was probably a month solid there that we had at least hung out once. Um, what what did you end up doing? Uh, well, we had the girls this weekend, ah, so it was kind of just I do recall a hectic, chaotic mess of just screaming and uh, crawling on the walls. Uh, so what did they do? They sat quietly in a corner. That's what I thought. It was all you. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> no, it was... It, they they had fun. And I thought you got, like, Spider-Man powers or something, started crawling all over the walls would, and screaming. It, it would have made this weekend a lot easier to manage, <laughs> Greg, if I could shoot webbing out of my hands. Yes. And catch... I see. These, these cats in human form. <laughs> But uh, that's the weird thing is we didn't really even do anything. Like, we didn't go anywhere. We we just kind of... We decided to stay home for the weekend and give them, like, uh, just, like, a weekend where we didn't have to, like, get ready to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if we did, it was, like, a like the, the only place we went this weekend was to go get ice cream. Mm. And to a kid, that's not a bad weekend. I do recall back in my childhood of the weekends of going to get ice cream. Yeah. And I was so unoriginal and got vanilla. <laughs> I was the easiest kid ever. I did too, Greg. And then that slowly led to me getting diabetes. Diabetes. Growing this mustache. <laughs> uh, What'd you do, Greg? I heard you had a good time. Oh, I don't know. Friday was... I'm not going to lie... Selena had told me that you guys had the girls mm-hmm. and we're not going to be able to make it out. Friday night, we went to Moose Landing, went to uh, what they call a tap takeover where the Mueller uh, Brew Barn had brought their beers there. And then we ended up trying out all their different types of flavors there. And then there was a there was a band there as well that we got to listen to and... Then for some reason, out of left field, one of our friends said, let's go to our house. So I went there, which whatever, no big deal. And they're like, hey, can you bring your microphone? I'm like, yes, I can bring my microphone. Which then led to probably five to six hours worth of karaoke in their basement. (laughs) 
it was a bit excessive. It sounds fun. But it was it was fun. We had had the uh, microphone hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker, and then their uh, laptop was plugged in, and we were just watching YouTube videos with lyrics and stuff. And oh, singing. nice! So it was it was a blast. We impromptu karaoke night. We'd, yeah, and I had to wake up. Not super early on Saturday morning, but I had a uh, a friend's bachelor party to go to, uh, where we basically got on a bus and we did a poker run where we went to four bars and then his dad's shed. And between those five places, you got five cards at each. You got a card at each one, and it was best poker hand got money at the end of it. So nice. But we went to once again went to molar uh, i don't know molar brewbarn i believe is how it's pronounced mueller 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 <laughs> yeah no uh we went there though or no we also went to a place called mcsobers which is in like a cold water i believe oh, so wow. we we took a trip mm-hmm. then we went to brew barn then we went uh we went to a place in lima mm-hmm. uh patty max i believe oh yeah and then um after that, we went back to the local stomping grounds, a.k.a. the Wibbidome. Wibbidome, yep. Um, and then I decided to come home and take a two-hour nap, hmm. which was pristine choice, in my opinion. Because <laughs> then I got to go back out there, and I was able to have a little bit more fun. Otherwise, I yep. would have crashed and been home a lot earlier. But Yep. It was a good time. Uh, Sunday sucked because you had to text me and say that band practice was off. So I was just yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll continue being a lazy piece of shit <laughs> on my couch. So, yeah, Well, I wish I could have been a lazy piece of shit Sunday, but so running around. That was basically uh, the yeah. whole idea. Our, or my, I say our because Greg is going to be our singer for this band. That we were going to get together to practice for. He just hasn't fully committed yet, but he will. I, just, I feel like Evan, he will. Evan's trying to pull me in. and I, I've, I've already downloaded, I shouldn't say I've downloaded, but I, I have YouTube music. Mm-hmm. And I've created a playlist with the set list that you gave me. Mm-hmm. And like I like 85% of the songs. I don't know like the other 15. <laughs> So that That's kind of how I was. That was kind of interesting, yeah. to say the least. But, but uh, so I'm I'm just gonna say hour. Mm. I'm, I feel like that's gonna push you into committing 100 percent to this. So from now it's hour band. Now. I feel like you can't do that because there's other members in this band <laughs> that probably don't even know that you're trying to pull me into this band. They do. Oh, I well, let them know. Okay, well, and technically, I was gonna say our drummer, this uh, me and the drummer got together, and that was kind of the inception of the band. Yeah, and then we've added the bassist and and you. Uh, he was on the bus as well. Yeah, he he told me he was there, and he he said he uh he had fun. He had too much. He had fun. A, he had a lot of fun. Yeah. So, so shout out to him for yeah. having a too much a, fun. Too much fun, and uh, we're definitely gonna like I said reschedule that. And try to get everyone to be able to come. Yep. Because, like I said, a few other people also kind of had things come up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it, it, yeah, there's not enough people planning to come that it would we would get any good practice done. Right. So, But, you know, like with the thoughts of starting a band, you know, 
you got to sort of think back to all of your favorite. This is what we call a segue. <laughs> this is what in the biz we call it a segue. Uh, you got to think back to all your favorite artists that you kind of, for, I guess, for the band, you know, you're doing covers of their some of their songs and stuff like that. So, yep. What would you, I guess, do? How do we want to do this? Do we want to go kind of back and forth? Do you want to talk early stages, mid stages, towards the end of our lives now? Not the end, but you know, because we're gonna kill each on, other after this podcast. ongoing <laughs> uh, parts of our lives. Uh, Didn't know this was so final, Greg. <clears throat> well, I mean, I like when you told when we when we said we were going to do the music episode, I had to drag out my old hard drive that has like all of my old music because nowadays I have everything through YouTube Music on my phone, so yeah. like all of it's there. I can just sit there stream it. Streaming has just completely done away with me actually owning. Oh yeah, like my own music anymore. So yeah. Uh, me too. Now I've, I like I had to look back and be like, what did I listen to back <laughs> in the day? Like, what was like my favorite? And I was really hoping that I could just sort by like most amount most of time or something like that. Because yeah. if I went by like most amount, I would then be able to say, okay, yes, I had like all of the songs for this band. Or that would be definitive. If unless you're the type of person like me who might sometimes. Ha- the, the those statistics can be skewed if you're going by length of time. Yeah. Because I used to, when I was a kid and up until I was a pretty late teenager, I used to go to bed every night to music. Mm. So And that shit didn't really have a sleep timer when we were younger. So you just... So it was just playing nonstop all night. Yeah. And I was like, that was the, that's the biggest thing that I'm, I'm discovering now with having kids. They go to bed to uh, like classical music. Mm-hmm. And one uses our Alexa, and the yep. other one, she's like, "Well, if I want music in my room to go to bed to," and I'm like, "Selena doesn't have Spotify. I do. I guess I'm I'm just gonna have to play music through my phone on Spotify." Yep. So for the last like two or three years, my Spotify Wrapped that like wraps up all of your music and gives you what you most listen to, nothing but like bedtime classical music. Perfect. And I'm like, I I didn't listen to any of this. Oh, These statistics are corrupted. Whatever you say, Evan. We we both know that there was no bedtime music being played. It was just all of the stuff that you listen to all the time. I go to bed to Little Einsteins. I knew it. <laughs> I think it's, it's too hard to pick your like your definitive top three. Yeah, but I think we should just just rattle off the top of our brains what we what just off the top of our heads we would consider to be like our top three favorite bands okay i and you could tell me to fuck off but uh i want to take it one step further fuck off greg okay got it (laughs) no but uh i want to think of high school and earlier as like one okay college basically time to maybe like within the past five years and then what you've listened to in like the last five five years. years. Could you do like your top three of each? I, no joke. It's probably the same for all. I could list my top three bands and they've been my top three bands since I was a kid. Okay. 
they're your favorites or you've been so like when when I say favorites, do you still listen to them like you're, like they're your favorites? Yes. Like like the same amount or has it sort of been I I mean obviously I've added more music. Right. You add more music every day, but yeah. like you're just sitting there waiting for the next song to come out like bye yeah. bye yeah. bye. I I mean I guess I don't know how to how to justify that other than just saying no matter what new music, even if there's new music that I've like listened to more recently, mm-hmm. nothing has touched these top three bands as like my favorite bands. Okay, and it's never changed. I it's, but I love them all so much that I could never put one on top of the other. But I guess the order that I say it is kind of just subconsciously the order that they come in. But it's always been those top three mm. since I couldn't since as long as far back as I can remember. Would and you then, would you say the genre has sort of stayed between your favorites? Oh yeah. So it's all pretty much the same genre. I guess let's let's start genre. with that. What what are the I guess for me it's easier to list the genres I like a little bit less than the genres I like. Okay. Are there any genres that you don't definitively don't like? And I've said this before, uh I enjoy Almost all music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't say that for everything, because I, I guess there is a genre, and I don't know what it's called, uh, but I'll just say what it is. It's a form of screamo to the point where you can't understand the words. Because there is screamo that I've heard where you can understand it clearly. Mm-hmm. And it's good in my ears. Like it's like if I can understand the chorus and understand the words, like okay, that's that's good. But like when it just sounds like some sort of guttural whale sound mixed in with a chainsaw, like <laughs> I don't know what was just said. And I think a big part of music for me is as as we talked about this in the past, like I had a history of like memorizing songs mm-hmm. like they were a big it was a big deal in in my childhood of like i need to know every word to this song and be able to spat it out at any minute yep. at any second of the day and that's kind of fallen off since then but like back then it was just like i need to know the lyrics so that's kind of stuck with me of I want to be able to at least understand what's being said. So if I had to say a genre that I didn't like, it's the screamo, but only the screamo where you can't understand the words there. And, and that, I don't know. That's kind of like a simple way of putting it. Yeah. So I guess that's an even better thing to start off with. You would say your biggest contribution to your love of, of, what me what me what the music that you're currently listening to is would be the vocals yeah i i'm like i love i love hearing like a really good guitar riff mm-hmm. but honestly if if the vocals aren't good it kind of puts me in a weird funk with the song right off the bat gotcha but sometimes the the you know, the instruments make up for it. 
sometimes it doesn't do anything for me, but I, I think it's just sort of the fact that a song, a good song has to, I mean, a good song has to not just have good vocals. Yes. It also has to have good, uh, guitar, good drums, mm-hmm. good bass, good, all of that. Like, I mean, in, in a perfect world, you'd have like just everything going off without a hitch. Like yeah. everything's perfect, but there's always something that's lacking in a song. You, you just don't ever think too hard on that. Yeah. I think. Well, that should make this interesting then. I can't remember if we've talked about it on the podcast yet, uh, because I'm the exact opposite. They could, the, the singer could be, could be yelling baby noises into the mic and I, I wouldn't give a shit. Mm. It's all about the, 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 and I don't want to say it like this cause it makes me sound like I'm saying the vocals aren't music, but it's the background music. That's the thing for me, but mm. I don't like calling it background music either. Cause it's not really, that's not the ba- The music that's played on instruments is not a vessel for the vocals for me. Cause a lot of, a lot of people think that way that it's like. It's almost like whoever the singer is, that's that's the band, and then the rest of the people just play the music for the vocals to get to get through the song. But that's not how it works. For me, it's the opposite. I could I could give less of a shit about the vocals. It's now, all about the music. Don't get me wrong. If it is like an orchestra, that is a completely different. That's a completely different thing for me. Mm-hmm. Like. Beautiful, beautiful music can come from orchestras, can come from uh, piano, can come from like just a singular piano player playing music, playing sounds. It doesn't. Sometimes you don't need vocals, mm-hmm. but I th- it, I think it makes it better in most situations when it's like your normal band of like guitar and drums and you know whatever so would you be interested in like that like a band that is just a straight up rock band but there is no vocalist or would that be like this is boring to me i mean i would be like that's impressive when are they going to start singing that's that that would that would be my that would be my thing like it, it it just it makes me think like it's really cool that you guys got to the point where you're playing and you're playing and like you sound really good but then, like, there's no lyrics, or there's n- there's no one singing. Like, and 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 that's pro- like you said, that's probably one where we differ. Is yeah, I'm more I'm more focused on vocals than instruments, and maybe that is kind of the reason why, like, I don't. And I, and I it sucks because I have. I have a drum set, I have a guitar, I <laughs> have a piano, but it's at home or at my mom and dad's place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a microphone and all that stuff. So I'm just like, I feel like I have a, a lot of the instruments, but like, I still find myself singing more often than any of those combined. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's kind of how that leads for me. I very much feel like. 90% of people who hear listen to this are going to agree with you. I feel like that is that's definitely the norm of that people 
the the best way I the best way I can phrase it is to say people prioritize the vocals in their like in their liking of music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't get me wrong, I've met a lot of people who are kind of like me who who say I I mean some, I've even met some people who say like they prefer to listen to music that doesn't have vocals because it the creative flow and ratio of the band tends to get skewed with with a vocalist like i said it's always it always seems like when you're making music as a band Mm -hmm. which obviously i can't say i have a huge amount of experience with um i did um me and my best friend from high school uh which if you're listening what's up man (laughs) <laughs> but uh me and my best friend from high school he was a drummer and i was a guitarist and we actually wrote a decent amount of of original music um and like 30 percent of it i can listen to now and say that's not bad and that's a pretty good percentage for music you wrote in high school yeah um but no music or no vocals no words no even not even a melody for people to sing to because we are we aren't vocalists, right? Right. But when you're writing or you're making, I shouldn't say writing. When you're making music with a vocalist, it's like there's a subconscious lean towards, like I said, the dynamic of the music is there to support the star of the show, which is the vocals of the song. And a lot of I've had, like I said, I've met some people who are like, I don't like that dynamic because it takes away from the music. Right. And I, I don't like saying that dynamic because it, like I said, it makes it sound like I'm saying the vocals aren't music. It's all music, but they're, but it detracts from the instrumental music, which is what I prefer when it's like, there's a subconscious agreement between all the band members that are like, well, the point of, like you said, the point of the instruments is a carrying vessel for the 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 instrumental music is the fry that you use to get the ketchup of the vocals oh my, into your mouth. Oh my god. <laughs> it's just a transport. It's just a method of traversal. Right, 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 right. Um and I I don't disagree with you, mm-hmm. but there's also and this my I'm probably wrong, but when I think of when I think of a song played on the radio today, just in general. Mm-hmm. There's a guitar solo. There's a drum solo. You know? The singing hardly ever doesn't have an instrument in the background of some sort. Because there's some sort of music in the background when mm-hmm. someone's singing. You know Most what I mean? Most of the time, yeah. So it's very, it's not like there's a solo for the vocals. But there is, you know, like the vocals are, like you said, the catch-up that goes into the mouth mm-hmm. that the band is t- taking. So I think it's kind of a give and take situation where it's like, yes, the vocal in, in most songs on the radio, the vocals are what everyone is like immediately remembering just because it's something that they know words, you know, e- easy repetition remembering. Yeah. Um, and it's easier to sing than it is to play an instrument. You, yeah. Yeah. Now, not really, really well, but, but it's easier to sing. But don't get me wrong. If I hear a song and then I can just go, yeah, exactly. like I, I can remember that before I can remember the vocals, but it's a helping method of learning the vocals is remembering how it gets, yeah. how it gets played out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I don't know, man. Like it's, it it's sort of there. You have the people, like you said. I, I, you're probably right. There's probably a good majority of people that are thinking the vocals are the important thing, and then there's the other 15 percent that say it's the instruments that are important. But mm-hmm. overall, together, I think leads towards a better uh, sound. In most cases, not all cases, because EDM music is mm. just techno beats, and sometimes all you need is the hey party people, <laughs> <laughs> slip on a banana peel. Yeah. <laughs> it's not yeah. even singing; it's just some guy yelling out yeah. to the crowd. It's the DJ. But um, then you got you know, but but then you got you know listening to old classical music that is just like. Yeah, I mean it's all instrument. It's no, there's no words. It doesn't need words. So, what makes a song need both? When, when, when do you get? When do you say that it's ah, this is this is nice? Or when? When do you? When is it one way or the other? Like it's either me personally. Yeah. Um, well, I, I feel like I'm, I'm setting up my own cross to get crucified right now because it's good. I got, I, the, would say, I got the nails ready. <laughs> I would say 99% of the time at almost every single song I've ever listened to, I've, I've said this could not have these vocals and I'd be fine with it. In fact, there's, I would say that there is a, there's a rather large percentage of music that I've listened to that I actually get annoyed that I can't hear the background music because the vocals are in the way. Which, that's just the sensibility of what you want to listen to when you listen to music. Obviously, I'm, I am a much, I, my, my brain is much more tailored to want to listen to the music because I have, I clearly have an interest in the, the instrumental music just because, like I said, in the first music episode, or the first music episode, I've been playing on an instrument since I was like right. five or six. Yep. Um, I used to sing a lot, but but when it came to actually listening to music, I I didn't when I was a kid at least, I didn't usually sing with the music. Here's and this is sort of personal. Mm-hmm. Uh what was your first compliment? Your singing or your playing? Singing. Really? Yes. See I was told I'm not trying I'm not trying to brag, Greg. It's since very much deteriorated, but I was told on multiple occasions as a child that I had the <clears throat> voice of an angel, quote unquote. Mm. I was like Billy Gilman up in this bitch. Nice. Uh, that since has waned because my adult body doesn't want to be good at singing, but <laughs> no, before I, think, I played any instruments, I, I, was... I feel like all kids before puberty... <laughs> Could sing really could, well. Could sing decently. <laughs> well, that's then, not true. And then puberty hits, and it's just. Nah. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw him right under the bus and watch him get hit by all four tires, <laughs> because my next younger brother, I've, I've shown he's been a he's been a a topic on this podcast in the past. Andrew is his name. He's uh he used to walk around the house and sing even more than I used to, but he was. God awful, terrible 
It sounded <laughs> like two cats getting thrown into a full bathtub and just clawing each other's eyes out. And then you drop the toaster and... Yeah. So, oh, okay. And that sound was usually how he ended the songs. Jeez, oh, God. He was terrible. He couldn't <laughs> hold a tune. His 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 register or whatever you call it, the range between his like what notes he could hit was so small it might have been a goddamn sniper's target. It's it, he was terrible, but he used to love singing so much that he used to just walk around the house and do it anyway. Yeah. It so I I think it's I think there is I don't I, see I don't I don't know enough about vocals to know like if it's like is it a talent that you can sing well or is it just something is it something you can get better it's actually a lapse in, in knowledge that i have i don't can you get better at singing i i will state that i have some friends from the old days that still to this day they think they can sing but they can't sing and uh it it's it's fun to to watch them and just because you know it's like why why shoot them down for wanting yeah. to have fun and stuff like that. Of course, but I would never tell them, hey, like you should start a band or <laughs> you know something like that. At this karaoke night, they're like, yeah, hey, I yeah. want to go up next, and you're like, hey. Listen. No, it's karaoke. It's meant to be fun. Anyone <laughs> can do karaoke. I don't care if you're the what's the guy that did the she bang she bang. Oh, William Hung. William Hung from uh, oh, American baby, Idol. When she moved, yeah, she moved. It's like if if you wanna if you just wanna have fun, like go ahead. Nothing's stopping you. Yeah. And in fact, I I would rather go up there and hear bad people that have never done karaoke in their lives than hear the one person that's really, really good, like 24 seven. Cause then they're just showing off. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather hear a mixed match of, Oh, this guy's up next. And you're like, Oh, is he going to be good? Or is he going to be garbage? Or is he just going to be, be here and have fun? And then it's, yeah. it's one of those three. And you're like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I'd I'd rather have that than just the one guy that's like doing the runs. And I've got stuff. the fucking voice of an angel. You're gonna listen <laughs> to it and love it. But no, um, and and I know we're gonna disagree on on the whole band thing. Like one sounds better versus the other because you said there's been times where you hear songs. And you're like, if the vocals weren't here, I would actually like this song better. And when you said that, I was going to state, well, guys, we had a good run. Um, <laughs> we made it 15 episodes. Uh, 15's a good number. 15's a good one to end it <laughs> on. But I, I, I don't know. It, it's if you're, if you know the the song, like the lyrics and everything, before hearing it. Like if I if I was in an if I was in a room, okay, with mm-hmm. re- recording guys recording, and there wasn't I'd never heard the song before, and they just started jamming out and playing, I'd be like, yeah, this is really really good, this is fantastic, this is good stuff, yep. and then some guy comes in, starts adding vocals to it, and then it sounds even better. That's what that's what I usually get from it. So you'd say it it always sounds better with a vocalist. 
a good vocalist. Hmm. Okay. Well, you just challenged me. Now I'm going to find you a band <laughs> where you're going to be like, I'm going to find it. And you're going to be like, all right, fine. You're right, Evan. If there was a vocalist with this, it would, it would lessen the experience. I'm going to find it. You're going to find a song <laughs> that is just so mind bogglingly good without words that I'm going to say, you're right. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to like go on Fiverr and find some vocalists <laughs> to sing for that song and tell, and then play it for you and be like, what do you think now? You're going to get on cameo and get William hung. To she sing begged, whatever. She <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, that's good. Well, like we we can go into it, our favorites, because like I said, I I think, obviously, I mean, I guess I can only speak for myself. I'm not saying that like, uh, I don't appreciate good vocals, and I don't. There aren't vocalists that are absolutely amazing, and and I don't listen to vocals, um, but I definitely. And I'd even stretch to say that there are plenty of songs that I've listened to in the past where I'm like, this song's pretty boring. It needs vocals. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, in general, my, my musical taste and sensibility points towards everything but the vocals. Like, I, I'm no joke, I listen to the bass more than the vocals in, like, a rock band. Have you seen the tool that, uh, I, it's, it's a, it's a circle, and you can plug it into your computer. And you can press the top part, bottom part, left part, right part. Top part is vocals only. Bottom part is like if you want to hear the drums. And then it's like left and right is like guitar or like uh, like piano or anything. This sounds amazing. It separates all of like the instruments because they get played normal. Like when, a, when, when they get played nowadays, they get plugged into an amp or something yeah. like that. Um or the drums are recorded separately, you know, and then mm. put together. And then you can separate those back again through specific audio files that keep them separated, mm -hmm. you know, into their different channels. Then you just press which one you want yep, and you, you could hear it. You would be the guy that would turn off the vocals 90% of the time just to hear specific instruments. You'd be, you'd be like, oh, I want to hear the guitar. And then you'd... You just sit there and you listen to the guitar play the entire time. Yep. And as you are a very good guitarist, whether you say you are or not, mm -hmm. uh, you would probably go and listen to that and you'd try and replicate it. It'd yeah. probably, probably be the first thing you would do is be like, oh man, how's that doing? You'd probably do the fingers like in your head, like, of where that would go on the guitar sort of thing. Where it would go, yeah. Yeah. I'm not good enough to know like what the fingerings look like and mentally, but I right. like I would but I would even say if that if I had that, I would do it just as much and just listen to the vocals. Mm -hmm. Cuz I would I would enjoy just picking apart the song and listening to every different part. Yeah. Um I definitely have in my time have listened to plenty isolated vocal tracks from from lots of rock bands. Because just like I said before, the, it, just, it just bothers me less. There are plenty of times when the music pollutes the singing. And I'm like, God damn it. I want to actually hear the vocals, but there are, it's it's too surrounded by music. I enjoy music more than vocals, but yep. there, it's possible for the music to drown out the vocals. And for some songs, I'm like, God, I just want to hear the vocals. And to 
to go on top of that, the big, the third party, you have the instruments, you have the singer, and the, the people that play the instruments, the people that sing, mm-hmm. you also have to remember the guy that puts it all together and like controls the audio, like how loud each instrument should be. What, what do they call that? Producer. The producer uh, or like the guys that the, the, not necessarily the band groupies, but like they go and they do make sure that every sound instrument, guys, the yeah. sound guys, audio would, technicians, oh, the audio technician. That was the word I was looking for mm-hmm. would go and make sure that it, everything sounds right. And everything, cause you don't, you don't want to overpower one thing with another. And I mean, if, if your vocals are super, super loud, then first off, it's going to get to the point where like hurts people's ears. Yeah. And then you also want to, you don't want them to be too low or have everything else too loud that you can't hear the vocals. So you have to find that perfect sync synchronization between, you know, the drums, the guitars, the bass, the, the yeah. singing. And it's definitely an art form mm-hmm. of like, I, I give props to all audio technicians out there to be able to have that keen ear to, uh, know, okay, this is too loud. This is too yeah. soft and being able to bump it up and make it so that they don't interfere with one another from song to song. Like that just takes quite a bit of work. Yeah. You've shown it with this podcast. It sucks. Yeah. I, I, and I, I do not call myself an audio technician at all. Like I just happen to do video stuff for my job. So it's like, Oh, this kind of works. Well, I was going to say it's you're much better than a normal person because I, I didn't have any audio mixing for like my YouTube channel. Mm. And there are times when it's so off that like the video game over or drowns out my voice and you can barely hear what I'm saying. And then in the next second, I'm like screaming into the microphone and it blows out your ears. And then it goes right back to you not being able to hear me. And I'm like, yep, God, I wish I had a professional person to do this. I agree. I wish we had someone other than me doing this. (laughs) Because maybe cause one it, day, because it would actually sound good then. But I think it sounds pretty good. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's interesting because that's why they call it a band. You know, it's not the singers or it's not the guitarists. It's the band. It's all the members, the team, if you will, mm-hmm. um, coming together and you know, being unified and playing great things to make even make it sound even better. Yeah. And you get, you get that feeling. Obviously I'm not trying to pass myself off as a, as even a band member for anyone, but because I haven't even been really in my own band and I'm almost, and I'm over 30 at this point, Yep. but like I've definitely played a fair bit of music with other people. Mm -hmm. And even when you're in some, your parents shed, when you're 19 years old and you're in your parents' shed and you're just fucking around with your best friend, don't take that out of context. You're just fucking around with instruments. Yep. You get you if if you're really good and you have really good vibes and a flow and in a synergy with the people you're playing with, you don't get that like that like well he's he's he he he's just doing this just do this, man, so I can do this. Mm-hmm. It's it's a pretty equal flow, or it's a pretty fifty fifty. Yeah, you, output you, of music. Yeah, you don't want to have 
someone that's saying do this do that yeah. it's just you want to you want to have a good vibe between every yeah. single member and, and be if like, you're, that sound good with you like if okay. you have a really 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 good vibe it happens without you guys even trying yeah and that's kind of what it was like with me with my best friend he was such a good drummer um definitely was not anymore <laughs> because he lives he lives in dc now and he, I, I've been to his his apartment, and I was like, "There's no, there's no drum drum set in here." I, I think I'm gonna really ask strange. him. I think I'm gonna ask him next time I see him, like, "How long has it actually been since you sat down in a drum set and played?" Because I bet it's been over ten years at this point. <laughs> but he was so good, and we had so like, we had so like linked synergy i don't want to say musicianship because we weren't musicians we were just kids playing in a, in a shed yeah but like it, it astounded me how easy it was just to come up with music when you have just the the right people there yeah uh and, and a good band is just that and then i mean that can change with time yeah honestly there are bands that start out and they're just the epitome of that and then fame and money and shit everything gets in the gets, way. Everything gets in the way, and, and then they break up. There's yeah. never any band that's been together. There's like three bands that have been together since their inception and are still going strong. Yep. Where everyone's the same. It happened to the Beatles. It can happen to anybody. Oh yeah. But uh. But. I, I, I definitely, I definitely see like, because when everyone's starting off, they're like, we're all trying to go for the same goal. We're trying to make music sound good, and you know, if we get famous, that'd be great. Yeah, like cool. A lot of guys just and girls, you know, a lot of people just want to sit around in a basement and instead of you know sitting there shooting the shit, you just start jamming out. Like mm -hmm. that's totally a, a good, probably a good uh, bit of the people that have bands now is they all started off as just some group of guys in some basement and they said you know what we're just gonna keep playing and do this and then eventually they grew yep. so um i guess and i don't want to cut us off here but do we want to go into favorites sure yeah okay let's do it you said your favorites kind of have been the same throughout the years yep um my top three and your genres pretty much are the same there as well. Uh, oh, I, I asked you if you were there were any genres that you really don't like. And you said Screamo. Screamo. That, Was there any that you just don't like? I always tell everyone that baseline, there is not a single genre out there that I don't like at least one song. Every single type of music in history. I would say my least favorite genres or the the genres that I like the least amount of songs would have to be country and rap. Mm. Um, and then right under, right next to those two is like jazz, just because I'm a, I'm like, I've told you, I'm a very orderly person. I don't like chaos and that's j jazz is just chaos personified into music. <laughs> so I, I tend to not like jazz, but uh, I would say, do you like jazz? You like jazz? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, Barry B. Benson or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd say my... I, it's weird. I, I swear I do this with everything that I do, like top three. 
those are my bottom three. Mm-hmm. Everything's in threes. So like rap, country, and jazz. See, it's different for me because I, like I said, I like all music. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's to the point throughout my life that like I started to love a certain genre more during different times of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, and and this is kind of why I asked you if you had like high school, college, and now. Yeah. Like when I was in high school, like I first off thought any sort of comedy music, such as um, Weird Al Yankovic, which is parody, which which is parody music, yep. parody polka, mm-hmm. and uh, then we had uh, John Lajoie, yep. which is just straight up like kind of rap comedy. Yeah. Um, and. It's just bands like that, and then even into like Steel Panther and stuff like that, where it's just dick joke comedy. Uh, you like Bo Burnham? Bo Burnham, I do. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, even now, he's he's still good. But mm-hmm. like back then, like I listened to lots of music, but I was a weird kid. Like I, <laughs> I would sit there and be able to sing every single part of John LeJoie. I'd be able to sing every part of Weird Al and all, all that. And to the point that people would be like, why don't you sing the normal stuff? Yeah. I was like, why don't you sing real music? I am singing real music. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah. But not saying I didn't listen to all the other stuff. Cause I definitely did. I listened mm-hmm. to it all and I thought it was all great. But for some reason, when I was younger and growing up in high school, like laughing was what I wanted. So, and well, did you like it for the music or the comedy then? Mm, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. I mean, Weird Al, like all of his stuff, yes, is punny. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't say it's funny, it's more punny. Yeah. And it's witty. Yeah. In a lot of cases. Um, so, like, I thought that was kind of great growing up. Mm-hmm. Then I got into, like, college. And that was when I started getting into, like, well, LMFAO, uh, like, Bass Hunter, um, lots of other EDM type stuff where it was, like, beats. Yeah. Because that's the sounds that you hear. You in the background at a party or mm-hmm. something like that. That and and the concerts, the free concerts that they'd have at, at the at the school were like like two chains and uh, like then you started getting into rappers and then it was it was the party music. It was the yeah you know, um, not saying that you know metal and rock and uh, alternative can't be like party. Classical party music, man, it's it's fucking bussing, man. Oh yeah. You uh, ever done a line of cocaine and listen to Bach? <laughs> that shit's the great <laughs> the greatest. I'm joking, by the way. Get the straws out. <laughs> uh but. but yeah, so it sounds like you uh it sounds like you gauge your love of music more it's more connected to what the music is connected to what I'm, so much what I'm music. going through maybe, or yeah. like the, the, the time, like in high school, you don't take anything seriously. Mm-hmm. So funny stuff. Maybe there's a connection there. Yeah. Uh, college. 
party. Party. Like, want to have fun. Everything's at 110%. Every, everything is high beats per minute. Just, yep. ns, 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 you know, uh, just stuff like that. Nowadays, and, and this is why I said, like, the last five years, I've been on the world's longest country kick for, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's just now I'm, like, I'm more relaxed and I don't know. I don't know. Most of the time people say you, you relate country music to like being depressed, but that that's not necessarily true with the stuff that I listen to. It's like, it's like cracking a cold one on the lake. Yeah. That's uh, more what I, you know, just relax, relaxing. Uh, so like Luke Combs, um, his stuff's just witty to me. It's it's going back to that again, where like he's got a song called Beer Can, where he's talking about a beer can, but then he says what a beer can do, sort of thing. Yeah, and and it, it he he does that in a, like a lot of a lot of the songs. There's um, sheriff you want to. There's a county sheriff that pops up and wants to take their beer from them. It's like we could share if you want to, and it's just it's, it's stuff like that. Yeah, witty in like kind of smart, but the way that you can use it in two different ways. Um, I've been on a big hearty kick, which is country, but his music is country, but it's leaning more rock. And maybe this is going to end up going full circle and then I'm going to get off a country and just be into like head bobbing, like rock music. Yeah. You know, like wanting the hair to grow and (laughs) everything goes back to Steel Panther, man. (laughs) Come on. But, uh, but, but when, when, when you're going to ask me like my favorite, like artists, it doesn't really go under any of those like circumstances like you wouldn't say that there's like one artist that you go your mind snaps what's what's the first thing that what's the first mental image that pops up when someone says favorite music when i when i think favorite music panic at the disco probably that doesn't fit any of the three genres it doesn't (laughs) fit any of those three um but then when I think back to like growing up, Avenged Sevenfold, mm-hmm. nah, it doesn't doesn't nope. fit that doesn't fit that either. It's like I get on these kicks of genres that I'll listen to that genre for a very extended period of time, but then I still fall back to my Panic at the Discos and I fall back to my Blank One Eighty Twos and I fall back to alternative and you know for those metal and. I would say that points to those artists, though, being some of your... It might not be your favorite music, but if we're talking about favorite artists, those are probably your favorite artists. Because if you keep going back to them, and if you if you can, like, just off the top of your head, you don't have to name them, but, like, if you can think of the most songs that you're like, God, that's a great song, mm-hmm. that usually means that's your favorite artist. Because mm-hmm. it's like, well, I like, I like Avenged Sevenfold. I do personally, but I know, like, three... A seven songs. That's it. Damn, <laughs> I'm, I, uh, my, I could probably open up on my computer right here, 
and we'd see let's see it's right here avenger sevenfold <laughs> i have alien ant farm on here too <laughs> i have six i have six albums where there's 32 songs there you go and i probably know two-thirds of them yeah so there you, that's a good sign then i mean uh, that was just a good time what wait what were you shitting on about alien, alien ant, ant farm, farm? <laughs> i mean it's just the one song is it that or no i guess it's it's probably the michael yeah, jackson no, it's, song yeah it's smooth yeah. criminal um, but there's, there's so many that I can't narrow it down the way I should. Another yeah. one that I, and I, it was but during the party time was 303 mm-hmm. and I know a lot of 303. Okay. So that kind of just falls back to me with my, my time frames. my mm-hmm. during high school and earlier, it was certain songs that I had a bunch of. And then so, just kind of expands. Let me let me go psychiatrist here for a second. Okay. When I was seven, I <laughs> <laughs> I the way that it's sounding is that you definitely you definitely prioritize what you're listening to or what song or what music you say you like based on how that music makes you feel when it's attached to the things that are attached to that music. The way that we differ is that I don't attach anything to the music I listen to. Mm. For me, when I listen to music, it is strictly for the music. Yeah. It's almost like outside emotions don't factor at all, which is why I can say definitively that there are like my top three bands because I've listened to these bands when I was a child and didn't know any better. I was listening to these bands when I was going through emotional shit in high school, mm-hmm. when I was going through even worse emotional shit in college, when I was at my highs, when I was at my lows. I was listening to these three bands, and I, I mean, I'd say all music that I was listening to, it, it, no matter what was happening. Yeah. Not to say that music can't elicit emotion, because it definitely can. Oh, yeah. There's actually, I mean, continuing the hilarious meme of this podcast by saying i i cry at the drop of a hat there are definitely some songs that make me want to cry just because of the emotion the emotion of the song but even that it's not attached to an emotion i have felt in the past Mm -hmm. it's attached to the emotion of what the song is when like the people made it or whatever and then i translate that emotion that that song makes me feel and it makes me remember feeling that emotion completely separately due to something else in life. Right. So there's still, even when it's reminding me of shit from my past, it's still separate. Yeah. For me that it's, it's that vessel. If I want to feel sad and I don't want to watch a movie, because that's what I would do. If I want to feel sad, I would listen to uh, the the handful of songs that I know I have that make me want to fucking cry because they the the content of the music is sad mm-hmm. and then it reminds me of what it was like to feel sad kind of like what we were saying in the first episode where it it, it taught me to it taught me that's how you, the way that this song goes that's what it's like to process that emotion yep like i don't know why for whatever reason is this is the only one i can think of off the top of my head and we just talked about toy story the song when she loved me from toy story 2 that's like a go-to meme for everyone of like one of the saddest songs ever. It's like, I don't, I don't think that song's sad because it reminds me of, 
a toy I used to play with and then I and then I I forgot about it or whatever. It reminds me of what it's like for someone, even though in the movie it's a toy, but it's for when someone feels abandoned by right. someone else. And yeah. then that puts me into, oh, that's what that feels like to feel abandoned. Yep. So when I was feeling abandoned for whatever reason in high school or college or whatever, it's like if that's that's that emotion's attached to that emotion and it's attached to that song, but that doesn't mean the song is attached to that emotion. It's 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 weird, mm -hmm. which is why, like I said, it's why it's easy for me to nail down my top three artists because they've always been my top three artists. And you you say they're all under the same genre. Do they have songs that can make you happy, make you sad, make you? I don't know, angry, uh, mad. Well, like we said in the first episode or the first music episode, there are. My theory of there are three ways. Yep. Either happy, sad, or pumped. Yep. Um, what would you say the majority of those three bands uh, would be for I mean, you? I I guess I'll just name them real quick so people can kind of know what I'm talking about when I say the genres. Yeah. yeah. Um, I already said in the in one of the other podcast episodes, because I went to their concert, my top band is probably Alter Bridge mm -hmm. of all time. Um, number two is Van Halen. I think I also said that in the same podcast. And number three is Eric Clapton. So that's two. That's one. My top favorite. <clears throat> my top favorite band is categorized as hard rock slash alternative metal. My second favorite is rock slash like almost 80s glam rock. And then my third favorite is very light rock to blues. Yeah. So it's like, well, Eric Clapton's got plenty of songs that make me sad. We already talked about how Alterbridge has two songs that are like universally sad because they were written with people who have passed in mind, like mm -hmm. your favorites watch over you. That's an incredibly sad song. Yep. Um, I mean, I honestly can't think of any Van Halen songs that like make you sad, but the, almost their entire discography is full of songs that either make you happy or pumped. There's plenty of songs from from Alterbridge that make you really fucking pumped. And then like Clapton, not much from Clapton makes you pumped, but it can make you happy. Mm -hmm. So, so do you think it's good for a band to stick true to the genre that they're best known for? Or cause like for instance, and, and this is kind of out of left field, but Ozzy Osbourne, yes, uh, Black Sabbath, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of metal, like rock, sort yep. of combination there. And then they, they've he did uh, like changes, I think, but he did that with like his daughter. Yeah, and it's very like one eighty of a song, but it's good. Like, mm -hmm. in my opinion, um, do you think, and then you got people like Taylor Swift who start off country and now she's the world, one of the world's biggest pop stars. It's yep. ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Um, like, do you think, do you think the bands should like stick true to their genre or branch out and try other stuff? I mean, 
is there is there a lot of bands that you think do it well that branch out and stuff like that i think a lot of bands do it well Uh, i there have definitely been times when i have had um bands that i've like especially when I was a little bit younger, when I would like actively listen to them as they released music, mm-hmm. there was definitely plenty of times when I was like, mm, they're, they're kind of shying away from the rock and getting a little bit more pop. And that's fine if they want to do that, but I like it less. I would like the heavier stuff. I, I tend to drift towards heavier shit when it comes to like rock. Yeah. Um, but some of the, and this is weird. People are going to think it's weird unless they can wrap their head around it. There are, when, like I told you, I, I use, I rate music on every level. I rate music on artist, on album and on individual song. And there are, there are, there I, are, Alter Bridge is my favorite band, but there are plenty of other bands that are way, way lower on my list than Alter Bridge that have albums that are better than anything Alter Bridge has put out, but they're not as good a band as Alter Bridge because after the, after you average everything out, Alter Bridge is better mm. because I've I've legitimately loved almost everything they've ever put out. Yeah. But like there are albums out there where like the the, the one that, that comes to mind off the top of my head, there's a band called the Rackin' Tours. Um the biggest person in that band is Jack White. Um from the White Stripes. Yep. He is also if I had to list of my top five bands. White Stripes slash Jack White is in that top five as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they have, the Raconteurs have an album called Consolers of the Lonely. That uh, that album, almost every single song is a different genre. And that is one of my all-time favorite albums, period. Yeah, um, I, I would think that would be an interesting thing to do. Like, I think all artists should try one genre of song. Like yeah. they should try a song in every genre. And and the, and I guess the reason that I asked you that question is, is there's been so many times where I hear a band and I like the song and then I hear an acoustic version and it sounds just as good or better mm-hmm. in my opinion, not all the time, but the, it's just one of those, like not necessarily a 180 because mo- most acoustic songs can't sound heavy. Yeah. I mean, um, do you agree with that, right? I mean, yes, 100%. It's, it's, it's yeah, but no one gets pumped or hyped from an acoustic song, right? Right, right, except for uh, it's been a while by stained. <laughs> I just realized that, yeah, <laughs> it's been a while since, since I, I said I'm sorry. Hold my head up high. Okay, but that's like, <laughs> that's epic. <laughs> it is. Uh, man, that hurts my brain. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no. Um, I, I guess I'm just saying that because I think of so many times where it's like, this is a good song, and then I hear an acoustic version of it, and then it just makes me think, wow, like they can do this too. Why don't they just try one of everything? You yeah. Know? Um, There's been plenty of times when they've changed genres and I've loved it. Yeah. And you listed, not that I'm a big T Swift fan, but Taylor Swift, I, I def, anything that I do love of Taylor Swift is firmly in the pop. I don't like any of her country. And, and I was like, it's 
that doesn't surprise me that once she went pop, she went ultra superstar because that stuff is way better mm. to me personally. Right. So like sometimes it's for the better that they're like, ah, I need to, I need to get out of this genre. And I'm sure a lot of people were telling her, don't, don't leave country. You're, you're a country girl. You got to, you've been, that's how you made it in this industry. And then she changed and then she took off. Mm. So sometimes it's got to happen. I feel like I'm going to end up playing songs for you after we're done. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, what are your thoughts? Because this is a person that is mostly known for this genre. And then they're just rocking out like on guitar. Like, for instance, Brad Paisley, country, country singer. Yeah. And I love all of Brad Paisley's songs. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, that dude can shred like he should be in a heavy metal band. Like, yeah, he's he's so good at guitar that like he he could have chose any genre, I think, and probably would have been fine if he wanted to be a guitarist. Well, he's um, got a very specific play style that doesn't that doesn't lend itself. It's not impossible, but it doesn't lend itself well to other genres other than country mm -hmm. but he is prop he is one of the greatest guitar players living yeah he like he's he's in he's insanely talented on guitar so and i've never heard him like pick up a guitar that's got the tone of like a rock or a heavy metal because he plays a lot with it's got like the i call it beepy twang because mm. it's very i mean if you listen to the tone he's using on a guitar on his guitars it's very twangy and it almost seems like it's it's so precise it almost seems like it's computer generated like it's it's just keys on a piano that someone's playing yep because he's so precise with how he's playing i'm sure you've seen the video um where him and like a bunch of other guitarists very very famous guitarists got together mm -hmm. like i'm pretty sure uh rage against the machine uh tom morello yeah him uh Brad Paisley and a bunch of other guys. Yeah. They played the theme song of Game of Thrones. Yep. And now that is a song that does not need lyrics. No. Yeah. Unless it's the South Park <laughs> Wiener, 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 Wiener. <laughs> but uh, no, that is a beautiful thing when, you know, five, six, seven people that play the same instrument come in and just rock out and just shred. It, it, yeah. That is a great thing. That does not need vocals. Mm -hmm. That does not need any other instrument, but what's happening in there. Um, like another case is like when they had like a hundred drummers or something like that. Yeah, the Foo do, Fighters. Do the Foo Fighters learn yeah. to fly? I'm like, that's impressive. Yeah, there's the, there was a, docu <clears throat> a documentary that came out. Oh God, it was probably over 10 years ago at this point. Um, I think it was called It Might Get Loud where they basically, I don't want to say they locked him in there, but they basically just stuck Jimmy Page, guitarist for Led Zeppelin, uh, The Edge, guitarist for U2, and Jack White in a warehouse with all their equipment and said, talk, play, just, just exist together in this space, and we're just going to turn the cameras on, and whatever we film, we're putting it in a documentary because something magic's going to happen. And it's super interesting to he to see and hear those three play because even though they all have similar play styles, the genres are different. 
Led Zeppelin is rock. U2, I guess U2 is kind of pop rocky. And then Jack White is like almost punk rock, almost like garage grunge rock. Mm -hmm. And they all complement each other super well. And obviously, I mean, even Jack White is going to say, I'm nowhere near as good a guitarist as Jimmy Page or The Edge. But then they play together and Jimmy Page is like, I mean, you're just as good a guitarist as I am, even though you might not be able to play as much as I can. It's like your musicianship of playing is so clear that it, you don't have to do the crazy yeah. like speed metal solos. That, that's, not, that's not what skill on a guitar is. Don't get me wrong. That shows that you have skill on a guitar, but that's not guitar skill. Guitar skill is the ability to create music that's pleasing to the ear. Mm -hmm. And that could be four notes or it could be 400. It just depends on the ear. Yep. Hey, I, I, I think it's great when you get dif different members of different bands together that have nothing to do with like the j same genres mm -hmm. and just like that sounds like a great idea like for a reality show. <laughs> yeah. Like I think I'd watch that where it's like all right, this week we have a contest where uh we're going to see who can put up the best song this week and it's like you just get five people from different bands and they get separated and put with different members of other bands and then they just come together and create a song and yeah. then they have like the world's greatest ly lyricists out there and they just go with it and I'm like did I just make a million dollar idea <laughs> with a TV show? I might have, but I would I would watch the shit out of that. Because Unfortunately, you didn't because at that point, fame gets in the way. <sighs> and then they're like, I don't want this, this, this drummer, this rock drummer. He's not playing the type of music that I'm good at making. And then the guy's like, well, you're not good at making the music I'm trying to make. And then. So you get a lot of butting heads. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of a lot of egos butting it. That's I'm, I'm, that's why which 90 would make bands... reality TV true, even very better. fucking true. Yes. All right, I'm back on board. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's that like ninety percent, or the reason why ninety percent of bands fail is because of butting egos. Right. I think if everyone just comes down back to, maybe we should get the bands that like have not been on tour in like 10 years yeah. and get those people in a room together and be like, let's just jam and like, see what happens. Yeah. Because then you could really, you could really, cause all the ego would be gone. Mm -hmm. unless, unless the people are still being like, I had a song back in the eighties. <laughs> that was this, the cat's pajamas. I don't know if you know this, but I wrote Jesse's girl. Said Rick Springfield. <laughs> and be like, all right. Well, I wrote Stacy's mom. So Na name another song, Rick. Uh, uh, the live version of Jesse's girl. <laughs> the acoustic version of Jesse's girl. <laughs> the, the version that I sing in my shower all the time. <laughs> we are not shitting on Mr. Springfield. But, no, but, but he is definitely a one hit wonder. And and that's and that's another thing. Like, you've got the bands that are one hit wonders that are why why do why do bands why do some songs become so popular 
And then you hear more of their songs. You're like, why isn't this song popular? Or why isn't this song popular? Some people blow their load on one song, man. But is it really like, is it really all just, okay, this song is that much better? I feel like it is. Or if not, it's the fact that I'm sure I'm, I'm sorry for, I'm sorry for shitting on Rick Springfield, but he's just the one we're talking about. Right. I'm sure Rick Springfield makes some good music. You can talk about Gatye if you want to, if you want to. Well, no, that's bad because I actually like a lot of Gatye's music. Oh, so I only know somebody that I used yeah. to know. I could turn you on to some good Gatye music. Well, that'd be fun. <clears throat> uh, but like Rick Springfield, I'm sure he makes some good music. But I'm, I I feel safe in saying that I'm sure a lot of his music sounds like Jesse's Girl. Mm-hmm. So that if people listen to it, they're like. It's all just kind of sounds like Jesse's girl, but since it's not the first thing I've listened to by him, and it's not Jesse's girl, it's kind of just boring, and I don't want to listen to it. Mm. I feel like that if it's if it's not just the fact that they just for whatever reason lightning struck and they made a good song, that's probably the reason why like one hit wonder bands exist. It's because like it's all the same genre. Yeah, and it's all kind of similar. You've you've heard the the conspiracy theory though that. Jesse's girl and Stacy's mom, same person. Yes, same yeah. person. Yeah, same isn't, timeline. Isn't that isn't that fun? Like, uh, and okay, this is kind of sidetracking from the music portion, mm-hmm. but videos for the music. Um, I love when bands or artists have like a continuation. Yeah, of like the music videos. Or something like that. Okay, we're not going to talk about a certain uh, person that pisses on people, but <laughs> but are we not? You they, might want to say his name, Greg. It might get us some traffic on the episode. For R. Once. Kelly. Okay. Um, there's a much better version. Weird Al Yankovic stuck in the drive-through. Yep. Great song. Um, <laughs> but I mean, he's got stupid amount. I, I think I Googled it the one day. There's over a hundred different versions of... Of I Believe I Can Fly? No. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, how many parts of Stuck in the Closet are there? I'm just going to see. Trapped in the Closet, that's what it is. Trapped in the Closet is a musical soap opera, and it has... 33 chapters. Is that right? And an additional 40 to the 33. So 73? That's ridiculous. Anyways, but that's a bit excessive. A little bit. But like some bands will, even with their music, will continue into the next song. Yeah. Um, what is it? It's called uh, a concept album. A concept album. That's when like the whole album has a has one theme, and then all the songs are kind of connected. Um, I was trying to think. Panic at the Disco does one. Mm-hmm. Um, so does. Is it Blink One Eighty Two? I'm not sure about Blink One. I think they have one, but it just. It's 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 like fading out and then it just dun, 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 dun. uh welcome to the black parade. Welcome to the black parade is another one. Um Yeah, there's 
there's a there's a lot of songs out there where maybe it's not the music, maybe it's the music video where it's a continuation. I I think that's really cool when they do that. You know, continue yeah. continue on with a song, um, go right right into the next song. So yeah. So to kind of continue talking. Well, hold on before we get into that. I'm just gotta crack this. This real episode quick. brought to you by White Claw, baby. It's actually Blue Moon, but shit. <laughs> um, so we were sort of talking a little bit about songs that do the concept, mm-hmm. like the concept music. Um, doesn't Van Halen do one like Eruption? But it goes into was yeah. Eruption technically just supposed to be a solo that they're like screw it? It's the not Eruption a song. is literally. He used it as a warm up, and then the guy I forget his name, their like go to producer was like, That's awesome, let make that an intro to a song. So they like basically he played Eruption as an intro into You Really Got Me, mm. and then they were like, Well, let's just, I mean, we'll still have it fade into You Really Got Me, but cut it off and make it a separate track. There you go, because I believe that's how that that's how Van Halen one starts. That's all it takes. Yeah, that solo is the is the the sole reason I I decided I want to learn how to play guitar was that solo. Can yeah, my dad showed me that solo when I was like twelve or thirteen, and I was like, my my I knew I could feel my world changing as I was listening to it. I was like, this is this is insane that a person is capable of doing this. I've only ever listened to like Clapton, who is an amazing guitarist and an amazing musician, but like he can't play this. No one can play this. Little did I know that I mean it's it's very hard, but plenty of people can play it. I'm gonna ask, can mm-hmm. you play it, Evan? I can play parts of it. I can't play it front. If you front slowed front. it down to about two-thirds the speed could you play it two-thirds maybe half maybe (laughs) if we slow it down to note by note (laughs) probably not (laughs) god uh but no uh so your favorites sort of all follow that same genre um what is your and and you can also once again tell me to fuck off if you mm-hmm. like. What song is playing right now, like on the radio that you can't stand? That I can't stand. Yes. Um. See, this should be easy for me because I have two stepdaughters mm-hmm. and they have an Alexa, so there is constantly music that I really don't want to listen to playing in my house right now, and has been. Um. Who does that song that, um, God, she was, she, my stepdaughter was just listening to it today. And I'm, I'm not going to be able to think of it. I okay. And I'm on the spot, so I can't even like. I'm going to tell you what one I can't yeah, stand. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo, I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. And it's Driver's License. Oh, you don't like that song? No. I don't, I don't mind it. I think it's in my liked songs on. Spotify? I don't, I, I mean, I don't hate it, but like, it's probably like my least favorite song on the radio right now. 
One of our hmm. buddies absolutely hates the uh, Dance Monkey song. Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey, Dance Monkey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, Selena likes that song, too. I'm, I'm not a fan. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I don't, I'm not a fan. I, I just remembered it. Um, and it's actually kind of old. It's Thunder by Imagine Dragons. Oh, wow. I really don't like that song. Really can't stand it. Is it because of the fact that he doesn't wear clothes when he's doing his concerts? That doesn't help. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say that's mostly just the fact that I don't like the music, but that definitely doesn't help. Yeah, I don't know why, but TikTok decided to show me one day one of his concerts, and it's like the dude just has like the shortest of shorts on, and that's (laughs) it. And I'm like, what the fuck? He does this at concerts? I mean, I, I've 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 heard of crazy things happening at concerts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, didn't Ozzy bite the head off a bat? Yeah, but I don't know if that was at a concert. It was, and that's I, I why like he's still around. I f- exactly. I feel like there was some uh, there's some detail about that that it makes it a little bit less insane. But I can't remember what it is. I don't. Th- I for. I might be wrong. I don't think he just, like, a bat flew on stage and he grabbed it and bit its head off. Mm. There was something going on that made it a little bit less insane. But, well, I do like that, uh, what's their big, biggest song, Imagine Dragon? Actually, they've had quite a bit. What was their first biggest? Radioactive. Radioactive. I did like that. I listened to that a lot when it first came out. Yeah, Radioactive's a pretty good one. Um... Oh, there's a couple other songs that I've that I like by them. Uh, Demons isn't bad, but that was like one of their earlier ones, I believe. There's one that like I feel just came out in like 21 called "Follow You," and the music video. Once again, it's funny because the music video has uh. The Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the the two married people that are from that show, um, the girl that's in it, and then the guy because I'm terrible with TV shows apparently. Yeah, I, I I might know who you're talking about if I saw their picture, but, but they're like the main part of that music video. Yeah, I I I like. <sighs> I think my least favorite thing about music videos is when there's more not music than there is music. Yeah, that's super annoying, yeah. Like, when when you just hear silence or, like, them, like, walking. Yeah, or the wind blowing into the microphone. Yeah. And you know, like, you, your phone's in your pocket, so you're, you're like, I can't see it. But I know they're, the name of the song and the band name is on the screen right now in giant white blocky font. Yes. And, and it's just... The, the, the city is all blurry and it's like dusk. And then it just comes in. I said, ooh. <laughs> exactly. We could be producers, Greg. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It, music is fun. That's all I got to say. <laughs> well, uh, let's let's keep it loose, and I want let's just go back and forth and okay. just just start naming like if you want to go songs you can, but I'm gonna stick with artists. Like okay. just n- name some artists that you are a fan of. 
Um, Just go back and forth. I'm going to say the genre first. Okay. Country. I'll meet with a country then. Josh Turner. Josh Turner. Name a song by him. Would you go with me? No. Long Black Train? I know the song I'm saying, no, I won't go with you, Greg. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Got him. Thank you. Uh, I don't know any Josh Turner at all. Okay, country. Um, I'd have to say my favorite country artist would have to be uh, Allison Krause in Union Station, and not just because she has my last name. It's spelled differently. <laughs> but uh, Or is it, the, is it the correct way to spell Krause? Probably. We have the, I think we have the like slightly less Americanized, but super Americanized version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, she, my dad listened to a lot of them. Her and them, because I think Union Station is a separate band. They just her, the singer Allison Krauss, and the band got together and like toured and had like one or two albums released with each other. Mm-hmm. But he listened to them a lot when I was a kid, and so I kind of was forced to listen to it. But as I was listening to it, I was like, I would never turn this on to listen by myself, but it's good music to listen to. Man of Constant Sorrow is. Great song. Very, very good song. I always thought it was George Clooney singing in that. <laughs> no, that was actually the guy from Union Station. But it's funny because George Clooney, like, I think both his parents were singers. Yeah. So you'd think he would just do it, but I oh well. I feel like I read somewhere that he actually tried to sing it and they said, well, if it's good, we'll keep it. And they were like, and then they we're didn't keep just going to use, I think his name's Dave Timinsky? Timinsky? Dave Clooney, his brother. I might be wrong. The guy from Union Station, Dave Clooney. <laughs> okay, so I did country. What's yours? Uh, well, give me blues. Blues. Give me your favorite blues artist. Because I already gave mine. It's Eric Clapton. Oh boy. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I really have any blues artists trying to think i mean every time when you say blues i think of the blues brothers i'm like that's it's technically blues and that'd be the closest thing and that's that's, like r&b blues and that's not even that's not even like a band that's yeah it's a a movie (laughs) that was an snl skit turned movie and then songs but it's probably all i got honestly yeah um Um, I, i i take that back um because some Elvis songs are blues. Yeah. Yeah, some of his songs. So, and, and I don't know if, we, if we're if we stating you can't be one way or the other, but... No, what are the songs? I legit thought of... Uh, I'll have a blue... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, no. I'm not a huge, huge Elvis fan, but... Angel in Disguise is like a is like a guilty pleasure of mine mm. for Elvis. That song is like so good. All right. Not exactly a genre, but I'm going to say it anyways. Mm. 90s boy band. Mm. I mean, I guess if you were if you were forcing me to pick, I don't think I'd really like anything by 90s boy band. What genre would that be? Like pop? 90s pop? 90s pop 
but male version. Male led. I guess I would I would have to default and say Backstreet Boys, just because they definitely have like two songs that I remember. My once again, I'm really throwing I'm really throwing him under every vehicle during this podcast, but. My younger brother, Andrew, he was a huge Backstreet Boys fan. <laughs> so uh, future employers know that about him, that he used to love Backstreet Boys. He'll be a doctor someday, and you'll be operated on by a dude who used to run around the house poorly singing. Everybody, yeah, yeah, rock your body. Which I like that song. That's a good song. That is a good song. But now he loved them. Because you said that, I would totally want to just say NSYNC to be against you. Yeah, to be make us mortal enemies. But I'm actually going to say one that's on the side. And, and no, it's not Boys to Men. But oh, I'm so disappointed. 98 Degrees. 98 Degrees. Good old Nick Lachey. All right. They had, they had a couple of bangers that I, I still... Like, think back on all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, Give Me Just One Night, I think, is one that pops into my head, like, quite a bit. It's yeah. a bit noche. <laughs> thanks for that. No one saw that, but thanks for the dance, Greg. Or however it goes. <laughs> uh, off shooting from them, um, but it's definitely not 90s, is uh, I, 90% of what Justin Timberlake has released, I'm not a fan of. Like, I wasn't a fan of, like, 2000s, JT, like, Timbaland, whatever, what the his sexy back shit. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. And I didn't really like his most current music that's a little bit more folky. Mm-hmm. But 2020 Vision. Like, that's Mirrors, right? Yes. Yeah. Both of those are, is, are masterpieces of albums, I was cover gonna, to cover. I was going to tell you the doors over there, but oh well. I saved it. You saved it I with saved it that. The last second. I saved it with that one. Like tunnel vision. You're also forgetting another big part, which is uh, his three songs. I think he's done with Adam Sandberg or Andy Sandberg. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Can't can't forget Dick in a Box. Dick in a Box. Uh, three Way and Mother Lover. Yep. <laughs> all, all three just of course top, top tier. Yeah. Uh, but like. Like Tunnel Vision, Next Girl, Amnesia, like that. I don't know what it was. Like I said, if on the on in the artist ranking, he's probably pretty low because most of his stuff, I'm like, eh, I'm not really a fan of it. But that album is 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 ten out of ten, mm-hmm. and better than a lot of albums that are by my favorite bands. That's just the weird thing about how I rate music and probably extended like movies and rate everything in my life that's probably <laughs> how it's weird but it's true with that, that album is just mwah, gotcha. kiss yeah what about you uh let's, let's see uh let's go let's let's go rap give me some give me some rap songs you like or or, or artists i mean eminem for sure um i I especially liked the D12 days mm-hmm. when it was him and D12, but I also can't I can't say that any of his songs I dislike. Eminem? Yeah. Hmm. There's there's 
I mean, big hits, I should say. Not not the because everyone's got a bad song on a CD, but like you don't yeah. you don't hear it played on the radio. Um, just that's how it goes for everyone. You you if you're able to get every single one of your songs on an album played on a radio, you've apparently made the greatest album of all Probably, time. Probably, yeah. You're the Beatles, and that's yeah, it. no yeah. one else. Um, so yeah, I, I would have to probably say Eminem. Gotcha. You? Um, probably favorite rap act for me is Gorillaz. Um, and that's the only one that I can think of that, like, I still have. I mean, I actually have a, a playlist on Spotify called Rap Guilt. Hmm. Because it's, it's a very small playlist. Um... It's your guilty pleasure My rap. guilty pleasure for rap. So, like, what's who's on here? Uh, King Kunta by Kendrick Lamar. Great song. Gorillaz. Uh, I really like, and I know you're going to uh, give me kudos for this, I really like No Interruption by Hoodie Allen. Mm. That's one. Of, that's always been one of my favorite rap songs for a while. Childish Gambino is another one for he's me. very good. Yeah. Uh, and not just because he's an amazing all-around actor and mm, he's comedian and he's good in everything he does so it's much. really weird uh i'm a re- i'm a pretty big jurassic five fan too mm-hmm. and that's like classic 90s radio rap so there's another guy that isn't super famous but his name's called hobson and he his raps are like ridiculous mm-hmm. like I don't, I don't I don't even know how to explain it but I think the thing that I remember about him is he always has like these contacts in that make his eyes look really fucking creepy <laughs> so that, that's for some reason why his name sort of like stands out to me yeah but, you mean like he was like a U- YouTube rapper um no I mean he's he's a rapper okay um but I would say probably a lot of his stuff was really straight to YouTube. Okay. Well, the reason I say that is because I feel like he's the same type of rapper as Watsky. I've been a good, a pretty big fan of Watsky for a while too. Mm. And he's, I mean, that's kind of what it is. He's known for being a fast rapper on YouTube back when we were a, a bit younger. Yeah. So. Well, and then there's, um, what the fuck's his name? And I gotta get it, gotta get it, get it, better, 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 What the fuck's that song? I don't know, Luda. Not Luda. <laughs> it's gonna hurt my brain. Uh, shoot me in the comments, people. <laughs> uh, okay. So, rap. Okay. What about what about heavy metal? Heavy metal. Yeah. Well, I don't have a playlist for heavy metal because I just I listen to it all the time. Um, favorite heavy metal that would be hard because I would like I said I kind of I kind of consider alter bridge metal even though I'm, I know a lot of people are going to hear that and go they're not metal but, right Um. Uh, I just recently kind of became a, a, a decent Mastodon fan yeah um I am a huge Tool fan. I love Tool. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about concept albums earlier. They're kind of known for uh, for having a common concept. Uh, 
the guitarist for Alter Bridge. His name is Mark Tremonti. Uh, he has a solo project called Tremonti, and he's got like four or five albums out. That's uh, if Alter Bridge may might might be metal, Tremonti is definitely speed metal, and uh, they he his solo band is like just as good as Alter Bridge, I'd say. I just kind of lump them together though because it's still him, but mm-hmm. I love his voice and he doesn't scream obviously because he's, he's got a very low voice and you were talking about people who uh, cross genders. G- genders. Genders. <laughs> oh God. Cross uh, Snip. genres. Snip. Snip. Uh, he just came out with, it might have been a full album or it might have been a mini album, but of uh, him doing Sinatra covers and not heavy metal, just straight up just Sinatra covers because his voice is very flat and 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 even Mm -hmm. it's not like super vibrato yeah it has just the right amount that it lends itself to Sinatra songs really well and people have been telling him that for years he's like I'm just going to release a Sinatra album um Logic the rapper Mm -hmm. just had Seth MacFarlane uh, do like some Frank Sinatra like singing. Yeah, he's always been a and crooner. Dude's been dude's pretty good. Don't yeah, he's lie. been a crooner since he's since uh early days of Family Guy. Oh yeah, cuz he'd always he'd always uh go and up on the characters would go up on stage like Brian would sing yep. in front of people and mm-hmm. and he actually had a shtick on Family Guy where Brian would sing with Frank Sinatra Jr. Mm-hmm. And they got I think they got Frank Sinatra Jr. to play himself. Yeah. And Seth MacFarlane's like, that was the whole point of the whole show, was just so I could sing with Frank Sinatra Jr. Um, oh, it's my turn. Well, I don't think, oh, no, I, you didn't I, do don't think I gave mine. Uh, Metallica, I would say, is yeah. probably the heavy metal that I would listen to. Can't say that all of it's, you know, that heavy, but... Can you, can you think of any, like, screamo-y type of metal that you listen to uh there's just one it's not even screamo but there's a song that pops in my head which it's it's an overseas song these um japanese girls i believe yeah uh, baby metal baby metal <laughs> sing chocolate yep <laughs> and for some reason that song pops into my head and uh, that's like, I don't even know what you would call that. It's not, it's, it's, it's baby metal. If yeah, anything, baby metal, exactly. Yeah. But, uh, screamo metal. I'd probably have to give it to, uh, probably either nothing more. Give her nothing more. Can't say that I do know there. Uh, he's, he's definitely, like you said, he scream. It's he screams, but it's definitely still singing, even though he's screaming. Um, if not them, then I'd have to say Of Mice and Men. I really, really like a lot of songs by Of Mice and Men. See, I'm like Googling some of these, and they're popping up with names that I'm like, no, I don't know if I could put that. Like, System of a Down. It's not really screamo metal. No, he screams. He screams, but it's not not like blood curdling. Yeah, it's not like a screamo scream. It's just like a a yell scream. Yeah, it's like... and, and that no, that's not a, the red jumpsuit apparatus is no, not a scream. No. Google, you're drunk. <laughs> Go home. I mean, 
you could maybe say falling in reverse, but only for certain songs. Yeah. I would um, consider them metal. I wouldn't say eh, screamo metal. Mm. Uh, it'd be close. Yeah, you're right. I don't, I don't know. I'd say they definitely scream sometimes, but Bring Me the Horizon's a good good screamo. Yeah. Man. But let's see. Oh, da, 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 da. what about? And I'm dead. <laughs> uh, what about? What, what what about folk music? Any folk folk music? Um. Once again, th- this is a gimme that if we're gonna start talk. Um, and I and when I say folk music, I kind of mean like bluegrass and stuff like yeah, that too. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying I, um, if we're gonna talk about which I know we have been for like the past two hours, but like if we're gonna talk about genres, we're definitely where people are definitely they may not comment, but they're gonna con- like they're gonna th- listen to this and think, why are you calling them that genre? They're definitely not. That happens with every single genre. There's always. Some people who don't think they're that the genre. genre defiers. Yes. So uh, we apologize for anyone who gets offended by, by if we consider a band a certain genre and you don't, but it's just kind of, it's up to the person who's listening. We're right. You're wrong. Exactly. Fine. <laughs> Get your own podcast if you yeah. don't like it. Yeah. Um, Cause I would say my favorite folk band is probably Pine Grove. Um, they're not huge, but they're definitely like, like the kind of softer kind of, it's not acoustic, but it, you were like, they're not going to make an acoustic version of the song. It's basically acoustic now, even though they're not playing acoustic instruments. Um, other than that, if we're also naming maybe just songs, uh, Panic at the Disco, the uh, Pretty Odd album, mm. that uh, that album is a, is a 10 out of 10 for me. Every single song on that album is amazing. Um, there's a song called Folkin' Around on that album that is I listen to probably once every couple months uh, with without skipping a beat. That song's really, really good. Yep. Um, one that I think of is, uh, and you might not, you might know the first name, but probably not the second name, um, Avriel and the Sequoias. Um, Avi... Uh, Kaplan, oh, yeah. who was in Pentatonic yep. back in the day, he basically, when he left, they ended up making a side band where he sings a lot of more folky music, I mm-hmm. would say. He does a version of Hey Ya that's super acoustic, and they pl- play like, there's a guy, I'm pretty sure a guy playing on banjo and stuff. It's, it's pretty good. Hmm. But, um... That would probably be one that I think of folk-wise. Yeah, he's got a really great voice. Yeah. Dude's got tones that make my like body vibrate from yeah. how deep he gets. It's kind of like I don't know if I don't know if there, if you've ever been in that moment where like you just are sitting bet- sitting like in front of some speakers and you just let the vibrations just shake your entire spine. Oh yeah. Like there's something special about when you get someone that can see sing that deep. Yeah. Where it's like, well, I'm about to rock, rock your world. Then Greg, 
because I don't know if you'd consider this a folk song. It's a, a cover of uh, the song Misty Mountains from the Hobbit movie. Uh, Peter Hollins and... No. Uh, I do like that that version. But this... And you get your phone out right now. I think I know what version. save it. Th- it's by the Wellerman. Um, and the, the other name on it is Cole McGinnis, I guess. It's, it's just look up Misty Mountains by the Wellerman. It is a fan fucking tastic cover of that song, that already amazing song from the Hobbit movies. Dude, um, there's like 15 people in here. Yep. In the Wellerman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, I think they I don't... They're what, all like people that just record their headshots and yeah. then they sing the deeper parts. Yep. Don't crucify me if I'm not if I'm wrong just because I'm missing the information people, but I feel like they got their big like they're now known mostly for stuff they post to TikTok. That's fair. Covers on TikTok and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. That's where I heard this. And uh this is such a good cover. It's better than the original. I know that's sacrilegious to say, but there's a version of Misty Mountain that makes I wanna say it's Peter Hollins and somebody else. I think I know who you're talking about. Peter Hollins. I do like the Peter Hollins version. Tim Faust. Tim Faust is a... He's a singer with, I believe, Vol... What is he? Who's he with? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he's with uh, the guys that were on uh, the the band group competition. Why can I home free? Yeah, I don't know if you've heard the band Home Free. They're an acapella group. Oh no. Um, and then, then there's another one, acapella group. Favorite acapella group? Yeah. Also have and I just said mine, Home Free. Home Free? I had never even heard of Home Free. But that's more me just having crazy lapses in my in my uh, musical tastes, which mm. that's absolutely true that I have just the most glaring lapses. Like, there are songs that everyone knows that I've just never listened to. Now, I, I, I should say that Home Free just sings mostly covers. So... It's all music that has been made already, but the one dude, like that Tim Faust I talked about, his his vocal range, he can sing high and sing the he could he could raise the dead with how <laughs> deep shake the earth enough to yeah no 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 it it's insane I, I can't do it um. I just tried to look it up, and I, I don't I don't want to have too much dead air while I'm trying to look it up. Uh, so I guess I just have to default. I'm sure there are plenty more that I... I mean, I guess Misty Misty Mountains by The Wellerman. That's probably my favorite acapella song. Uh, as, for, as for any more, like, I guess there was a, a cover of Africa by Straight No Chaser mm. that I, I really liked when I was younger. Yeah. Um, they also had a cover of Fix You by Coldplay. That I think is better than the actual song, but uh, I'm a, I really like choiry type of music. Mm. Um, I'm also a I really like uh, there's this 
Once again, he's not very big. Um, his name's Luca Weatherall. He does he a lot of those songs where he it's just him, but then he like sings all the parts and then he overlays himself so yeah. it sounds like yeah. a choir. Yeah. Um, he does a lot of like hymns. It's like a one man a cappella group. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's really really good too. That's basically what Peter Hollins does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do one more for each sure. of us. Uh, I'm gonna throw a curveball at you. Okay. Classical. And we decided before we started recording that we were gonna try to stay away a little bit from like musicals or uh. Uh, movie scores mm-hmm. and like scores from video games. So I'm talking like classical music, not stuff from other things, just like straight up classical music. Hmm. Boy. I mean, if you want to sing it into your microphone, when <laughs> I think of, when I think of like classical, I think orchestra. Yeah. And I default to Trans Siberian Orchestra because it's literally the only orchestra that I know. Like you don't off like the top any, of my head, like Beethoven or. I mean, if you're talking like old dead guy, yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. Man. Um, whoever sing or no, not sings, but whoever um, Ferdelise, Beethoven, yeah, 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 that's... yeah. But yeah. is Ferdelise is that that song? For Elise? yeah, yeah. What's the song? That they play at the end of, and, I, and you said I can't say it, but it's I know it's classical music, so it counts. Yeah. Um, they play it at the end of Ocean's Eleven, in front of the the water fountain. Oh God! I just watched this You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I can't think of it. <laughs> What's yours? I'll look it up. Um. I am a an enormous Bach fan. He is my favorite composer. Well, classical music composer. Mm. Um, uh, Claire de Lune, by the way. Claire de Lune. That's that song. Yeah. Huh. Um. It's I, by Debussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's by Debussy. <laughs> you've you've seen that. Uh, family Guy skit, right? Where he's like, never finish on the bussy, always oh, finish yeah. on the back. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> always finish on the back, which is true. Always finish on Bach. He's the best. Um, Just for anyone out there who's just like wants some random fucking good classical music, <clears throat> I'll try to do my best German here. Washet auf, ruft uns die Stimme. That's a song by Beethoven, by Bach. That's that's really really good. Um, but the one that everyone knows and is my all time favorite classical song is Toccata and Fugue in D minor, which everyone else knows better as the horror song. Which that I that's the Toccata. And then that plays, and then you can tell when the fugue starts. The fugue is like in major, while the toccata is in minor. Um, but like that, I can play the toccata on piano, and 
if you want to play something that is not super hard, but if you play it, people are like, holy shit, he can play that? Learn how to play the Toccata from Box Toccata and Fugue in D minor. Because it sounds like it's really, really complicated, but it's really not super hard. It's like that super fast part that's like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got one for you. Gotcha. And then the, that'll be it. Um, and this is song, mm-hmm. uh, acoustic version. Okay. Um, the Take On Me by Aha. By the acoustic version the, by The them? acoustic version that he just did probably less in the last five five years or so yeah is and it's in the it's in deadpool uh two i believe the <laughs> just just so you can put that connection to yeah um that's such a from going from and it's one of those where acoustic just changes it to be almost a 180 because mm-hmm. take on me by aha is so like upbeat and yeah. like <laughs> yeah yeah no but you get it and then the the other one is just so like haunting like hauntingly beautiful and yeah that that one for some reason is just top tier for me gotcha what is your favorite acoustic Acoustic, can I pick just an acoustic song? Yeah. Or does it have to be a cover? No, no, no. Okay. There is a a guitarist, an acoustic guitarist out there, and you just reminded me of him uh, because he's famous for doing a cover of Take On Me, um, or not Take On Me. Uh, What's the sexy saxophone song? Uh, Careless Whisper. Careless Whisper. He did Careless Whisper on acoustic guitar. Yeah. And he does, he plays it by distuning his guitar. That's insane. Like, I think I've seen that Yeah, video. everyone has. It was, it was like, it got like billions of hits on Facebook when it first came out. It was like 10 years ago. Um, I think his name is, it's like Alex Miskus or Miskos. You think he's, he's Russian or something? Alexander Misko. Alexander Misko. It's got to be who you're talking about. Uh, it's the closest one I could find. Yeah. He has got... Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going it, to... It's a weird, like... It's a weird thing where it's like a... It's a specific version of a song that he does that he did live that is not on any current recordings of the song, which really pisses me off. It's called Rain and Thunderstorm Mm. by Alexander Misko. He's got a version that he plays. If people want to look it up, it's on YouTube. It's like... He's in like... He's on He's on kind of like a stage and the whole, the whole, everything's black. Like the background's black. The stage is black. He's wearing black pants and a black shirt. And he's just playing, I guess he's playing live at an event or something. And he like adds in this like little part in the middle that's not in the recording of the song. That is some of the, it's not like the most craziest guitar playing, although it is crazy guitar playing. But it's just, you're. I'm listening to it and I'm like, for him to put these notes in this order, 
is is just one of the best things to enter my ear holes. I don't know why. I don't know why it hits me in such a way that I'm like, this is so fucking good. I could listen to this on repeat, this 30 seconds on repeat indefinitely and never get sick of it. Hmm. Um, so check that out. Rain and Thunderstorms, some weird live version on YouTube. If you type that in, it's probably going to be one of like the top three things because he's not super huge. Gotcha. But uh, if not him, then Mike Dawes. <laughs> Oh. Mike Dawes is an amazing acoustic guitar player. So nice. Well, uh, we're up there in time. Uh, we're yeah. we're uh, we're over two hours. Um, we're definitely coming back. There, yep. There's no doubt. This is gonna be like we're gonna have conversations about music forever. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, these are all just the introductory episodes. Yeah. We have probably going to do specific episodes about each genre. We have, we haven't even gotten into it. So, uh, I guess feel free to comment on, uh, the posts when we release this video, um, telling us, you know, your favorite, either genre, your favorite song, yeah. Even link you t- if you want to link some YouTube clips, go right ahead. You know, share the, share the love, share the music. You know, um, it's one thing about music is everybody loves something. So mm-hmm. might as well just share you share what you love and have other people like it too. So yeah. But um, yeah, this has been been good. Um, yeah. Once again, we're out on all the medias of socialness mm-hmm. and. Uh, we're That's nerds, comma, next door. Yep. yep. Next door nerds. Next door nerds. Um, look out for Binkus or yes. Jonathan or whatever his name is now. Nerdbot. Nerdbot. Just always default to Nerdbot. Um, but, yeah. This <laughs> is the part. It doesn't feel right when I do it. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> This is the part where the outro starts to play. <laughs> oh, I love our tropes, Greg. Uh, yeah. I, I love mean, that we have tropes. There's going to be a day where we do each other's. Like, you're going to be doing everything that I say, and then I'm going to say everything that you say. Yep. We're actually going to write scripts for each other. Yeah. That would be hilarious. That'd be scary. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like the SNL skits where they write each other's scripts yeah oh god and you and you you have to say it i'm evan and i have a murder shed (laughs) oh wait that's already public (laughs) (laughs) true that